cliffcentral.com. All right. So, Doc, I've got Shannon here, and I'm going to let her explain her particular situation to you, and then you could perhaps give her some valuable advice. Of course, Leanne and Mash and I are going to uh, eavesdrop on this, as will everybody else, and hopefully we learn from the, the situation, and we can also implement some of these um, bits of advice that you're going to give to Shannon. Uh, Shannon, go ahead. Welcome to the show. You could talk to Dr. Hanan, and hopefully the two of you can solve some problems for you, but also for the rest of us. Morning, everyone. Can you hear me okay? Loud and clear. Perfectly. Very good. Okay, great. So, hi. Thank you, Dr. Hanan. Um, So, I mean, I know you've got the full story of what's going on, but just to summarize, um, like my boyfriend and I, we've been together five years, and we used to meet up with his best friend and his wife, like, almost all the time. Um, Just over three years ago, we moved into our first house together. And ever since then, his wife, who I got along with really well, we used to meet up with other guys. She just started being weird towards me. Um, Not long after finding out that we were expecting, um, I found out that they'd had fertility issues. So when my boyfriend told his best friend, he said, oh, you know, he was thrilled for us, but had said he had to tread lightly with his wife, which is, you know, understandable, and I get that. But even to this day, which is a while ago, she still hasn't congratulated us, hasn't mentioned anything, Mm. like nothing. So after speaking to an objective friend, um, they seem to think that she's got a sense of entitlement and feels that she's more deserving because she's a certain age, a certain um part in her career and you know i just want to know how do i make it less awkward for when the baby is here because i don't want it to be a thing of you know my boyfriend and his friend their friendship is really solid so this for them is nothing but it's like i don't want any awkwardness if that makes sense like when it's here it's like i don't i'd also prefer like if i have done something just tell me and then i can either work on it or you know, or we just move on and we just leave things as it is. But if it wasn't for the baby, I just, I wouldn't really care. Like, you know, I don't use my coins on that nonsense. <laughs> like, you know, so, but because now there is another person involved, it, I just don't, I don't know how it's going to be. I don't want it to be like, oh, he comes to see the baby and without her and then it causes friction between them. They already have a lot of their own issues going on as it is. But it's like, how do I just make things this awkward? So how much does how much do you value her in your circle? How much do you value the, the, them as a couple in your circle? Well, like I say before, we used to meet up all like really regularly. We'd go for dinner, lunch, whenever we'd plan something, we'd say, oh, should we invite them along, vice versa? And, you know, so we did see them a lot until she started being weird. And, you know, like my boyfriend kind of stays out of these things so but he's even noticed how she's behaved so like i said i don't know what it is have if i've done something i'd rather know about it is it something i can change is it something you know we can get past but it's been over the years like little digs like i mean we played a game once and she got it wrong and like said, I was a, like a gold digger and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God, she's referred to me as Hyacinth. And then I referred to her. When I just hit back with something else. She started crying. I had to apologize. So she's the type of person that will give it but can't take it. And 
that's, you know, what's the point of having a bit of banter if you can't take it yourself? So it's just little digs over time that I just don't know what now. So let me first ask you this. So first of all, when you raise the coin theory, right, so you don't want to invest in coins into that. But one of the principles of the coin theory that people don't know is history does not mean value. Just because something or someone was valuable to you then, it doesn't mean that it's valuable to you now because your goals have shifted. So maybe 10 years ago, my goal was to reach Cape Town and therefore a car was valuable. And now I want to reach the America and now the car is no longer valuable. So the person that could get me somewhere where I needed to be 10 years ago can't get me to where I need to be now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people attach themselves to history. So I hear this a lot. They say, but Hanan, she's been my best friend since grade three. Or Hanan, I've known her since, since high school. And my answer is no one cares. Actually, no one cares. You don't ask yourself whether it was valuable to you then. You ask yourself, does it service any value today? So before I tell you what you should be thinking about and what you should be considering doing, how, value, how valuable is she in this dynamic today? And I know that she's dating or she's married to your, or to your partner's best friend, but how valuable is this dynamic to you guys today? Oh, I don't really know. <laughs> That's a tough question. Um, I think so let me put it this really. So, so let me put it to you this way. You can think about it, but let me give you the, the principle behind it. The more valuable someone is to your life, the more you should be investing into it. The less valuable someone is, the less you should be investing into it. Right? Sounds logical, right? So if a business is valued at a billion bucks to me, I'm going to invest a lot of time and effort and energy. And if a business is not valuable at all, I've got nothing to do with it. Well, I'm certainly not going to spend any time, effort, resources, money, coins on that business. So the more valuable something is, the more you should be investing into it. So why am I telling you this? Because if you think about it, if you go, you know what, Hanan, I don't care. She's not valuable enough. My partner's relationship with his best friend will continue. We don't have to have them over as a couple. The fact that they are conflicting is not my business. It's not my issue. I don't want to have anything to do with her and uh, running into the future. And then I would say to you, well, don't invest any coins into this. Don't invest into, into the conversation. Don't invest into re- the resolution. Don't invest into trying to figure out an amicable or amicable way to figure this out. Mm-hmm. But conversely, I would say to you, if you go, you know what? She is valuable. She is valuable, not just directly, but indirectly in terms of my partner's relationship with his best friend. I want, I want them to be, to come over. I want them to, uh, the relationship to be civil and amicable and mature. Then I would say engage. I would say invest. But how do you engage? I've said this before and I want to remind you. Every relationship is a game. Every relationship is a game. And what I mean by a game is that relationships work because there's a particular rule set. So you know what to do and you know what to expect, and I know what to do, and I know what to expect. And there's inherent reward to playing the game well, and there's inherent consequences to breaking the rules. That's how a relationship works. I have a relationship with my wife, a game with my wife. I have a game and a relationship with my kids. I have a game and a relationship with my friends, with my employees. I've got a game and relationship with people. And the game really works when everybody plays nice and agrees to the rules. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, when and 
people don't adhere to the rules, that's when conflict starts to come up. So if you feel that she is valuable, I would say to you, go and engage and talk about the rules of the game. Not just how you feel. So a lot of people get stuck with, this is how I feel. This is how you made me feel. This is how upset I am. I would actually get down to the point and go, this is what I need you to do <clears throat> in order to play the game with me. And she can either say, I'm prepared to do this, or I'm not prepared to do this. If she's prepared to do this, well, then you have a beautiful game. If she's not prepared to do this, just know that the game is no longer there. So, Doc, Because if you and I play chess, yes. I just want to interrupt here quickly because it's interesting. I mean, I, I get this, and, and you've been very consistent that it's not about the feelings, um, that you, you really you have to. A lot of people are so un, un, uh, comfortable with, con, with, with just the idea of confronting somebody. Um, and, and I'm not saying you are, Shannon. I don't know. I mean, you articulated the problem very simply. And to me, it sounds like just she's jealous. She can't get pregnant. You can. I mean, like I'm an unfeeling person at the best of times. But this will require you to actually go up to her and have this conversation. A lot of people are very uncomfortable with that, Doc. A lot of people are uncomfortable with conflict because, you know, one thing that's kind of inherent in us is this fear of rejection, fear of being ousted. Fear of being told that we're no longer part of a group. But again, to, to your point, don't regard your feelings as truth. Feelings are lies. You want to confront things because they service the goal, not because they service your feelings. So, yes, it is difficult to confront. But in the confrontation, again, I want to highlight that a lot of people get stuck with, this is how you made me feel. And the truth is, Shannon, that is such a useless statement because no one cares about feelings. The truth is what you want to go in there and say is this is how I want you to play the game differently in order for us to have a relationship. This is how I want you to do. So for example, if, I have, if I'm in conflict with a friend, for me to turn to the friend and say, this is how you made me feel, what does he mean to do with that information? Versus me saying, this is what I want you to do going forward. This is what I want you to correct. This is what I want you to tweak. Now we can negotiate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my, again, my advice to you is, first of all, ask yourself, how valuable is she in our circle? And I know she's obviously her relationship with her partner, your partner's relationship with his best friend. How valuable is it? And if it's valuable, you invest into the negotiation. Mm -hmm. And if it's not valuable, then you pull back and you create other games with other people. Mm -hmm. So in other words, then, the cost of sorting this out is that you're going to have the discomfort of the confrontation. But but if it's worth it, that confrontation will be worth it. If it's not, then you know that you've done everything you could and you don't have to feel any guilt over what happens afterwards. Yeah, I think that's just it. I think, you know, I've got to do something to know either way. Like, it's it can't just be, you know, I discuss it and then, you know, everything's resolved. We either you know, move on from it or we don't. And like I say, if it wasn't for the baby, I just, I wouldn't care. How, far, really wouldn't along, care. how far along are you? Uh, we'll be 28 weeks this week. Congratulations. So baby's coming. <laughs> Congrats. Honey, no, 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 no. You can't get pregnant, but Shannon can. That's what I would do. But I mean, you see why I'm... See, you know, and it goes like, you know, so many people have said, oh, she's just jealous and that. And yeah. I think, you know what, you've got nothing to be jealous of. She, they've got a lovely house. They've, you know, she's got a good career and stuff. So, mm. you know, I don't 
You always want. You always want what you can't have, and 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 for some people, um, it is it is a really tough thing to not be able to get pregnant. I mean, I'm making fun of it here this this morning, but I know people who are they would make the most incredible parents, and they've been trying and Mm -hmm. trying, and it's a tough business. And I can understand, Doc. That will take its toll on you um, psychologically, right? If you if you look at it from her point of view, and I know you say we mustn't look at the feelings. Because you've got to sort out a relationship here, but I mean, if you can't get pregnant, that can have an, 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 a huge effect and an adverse effect on you. Yeah, not getting, and especially when somebody really is looking forward to being a mom and having that identity, and that's not available to you as much as you try. Of course, it's disappointing. It's a, it's a loss of the hope of what your life would look like for sure. But it's not Shannon's problem. Mm. Just because you know this is her lane and this is her race and she can't get to the finish line, so to speak, because of whatever problem, she shouldn't make other people's lives miserable. Yeah. And Shannon, again. Sorry, yeah. but that's another thing. So we had a miscarriage ourselves three years ago. And, you know, when that happened, I was the most awful person ever. Like, I really was. But one day I woke up and I was like, I can't be this person. And just because that happened to me doesn't mean it can't happen for other people. I was never not happy for anyone else that it could happen to it was just one of those things that happened. You know, I yeah. mean, it, it's life. It, you know, you just have to move on from it. It didn't mean that, you know, if I saw a pregnant person, I was angry at them. I was like, you know, that's amazing for them because it is such a miracle. So I do understand how she feels, you know, and I just think, you know, that doesn't mean you can't even say congratulations to your husband's best friend. I mean, don't say anything to me, fine, whatever, but... Yeah. To not even say that to him is a bit much. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I love the quote, winners focus on winning, losers focus on winners. You know, you got to just stick to your lane. you got to just stick to your lane. So and if other people can't stick to theirs, then I personally would not play the game with them. All right, Shannon, I hope that helps. Um, it's yes, it's going gonna, gonna to require someone to have to talk to someone else because that's the only way anything ever happens. People who just wait for things to happen will be the victims of circumstance their whole life long. Mm-hmm. And they'll sit there and go, oh, why me? My life's so hard. Spend coins feeling bad about themselves. But, Doc, thank you very much. That's useful, as always, and uh, we will check in with you next Monday. See you then. Very good. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Doc. Cheers.